Welcome to the Life Church of Kansas City podcast. Please consider following, sharing, and supporting by giving at tlckcmo.com. May you be blessed by the word of God. I was preaching in Stockton, California, and I came off the platform. There was a Spanish guy standing there tattoos all over his neck and face and and he said could I speak to you I said yeah and he opened up his coat and had a 357 magnum with hollow points under his coat and I said que paso man <laughs> hallelujah amigo trying to figure something out taco burrito something hallelujah I said why did you come why, why, why are you showing me he said I came tonight to kill you he said the guy that or the Three of my mules, guys that carry drugs, prayed through this revival. He said, the girl I've lived with for three years got the Holy Ghost to run me off. Decided to get her a man instead of a mistake. <laughs> Come on. You girls need to learn to tell Tarzan to stay on his own side of the car. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, put your Bible between you and him. It's hard for him to climb over Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John to get some lip. Hallelujah. <laughs> And I said, well, why? I said, why didn't you kill me? And it, it wasn't real uh, funny then because just about four weeks before, a young girl was shot by gang members on the front of that front steps of the church. And I said, well, why didn't you shoot me? And he said, every time I'd reach for my gun, a tall, bright angel over eight foot tall would come and stand between me and you and hold his hands out. And he said, instead of shooting you, I got the Holy Ghost and I want to hug your neck. I was I was one hug, hugging camper tonight. Hallelujah. Well, there's nothing like the church. Why in the name of God wouldn't somebody want to be associated with people like this? Come on. I just went home Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday and saw my sis and went to the old places I used to live and Went to the reform school where I used to live and the jail where I used to live and the prison farm where I used to live and the doorways I used to sleep in and and went over to the little church on Kincaid Street, about far from this side of this pulpit, over that way, where God filled my wife and I with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. 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 My mother died 46 years old. My brother died 33 years old from an overdose of drugs. And God just gave us family in the church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God just gave us family in the church. And there's nobody as close as your spiritual family. They said, let's do something Charlie can do. Let's play poker. I said, I don't want to play poker. <laughs> well, let's do something else. And, and I just finally told him, I said, I just want to talk to you about Jesus. Hallelujah. Boy, I love him, don't you? I said, I love him, don't you? I love him, don't you? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. And God sent a crazy preacher that wouldn't give up on me. And he just kept coming back and coming back. And I told him, I said, if you come to my house again, I'm going to whip you. And he came back. I got busted, went to the prison farm, 
And I said, God, if you're real, let me feel your spirit. And I felt the sweetest spirit come down in that cell. And the guard come and said, get your stuff together, my honey. And, I, and they took me out to the front gate and said, you're free to go. And I said, no, you pigs are going to shoot me and say I tried to escape. The same time I was praying, if you care, the judge that had thrown the book at me called and said, I think I ought to give Charles Mahaney another chance. I don't know why I've never done this. <laughs> Hallelujah. I called a pastor and, and uh, I said, I want to go to church tonight. And he said, did you break out? And I said, no, no. I said, I want to go to church tonight. And he said, okay, I'll pick you up at 10 to 7. I said, far out. And he said, what? And I said, shine on. Cool, man. He said, I don't understand what you're saying. Hallelujah. And I said, a little before 7. I brushed my beard and put shoes on, smoked a doobie, took some pills, drank a bottle of wine, getting ready for church. Hallelujah. And they were so sweet to me. They got to worshiping God, and, and I told my buddy, I said, these people are nuts. I'm getting out of here. And I headed for the front door, and the big old sister was dancing in front of the door. And I couldn't get out, but she was, and, and she'd dance this way, and I'd, and I'd try to get out this way. And God touched me. Hallelujah. 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 I just drove around crying. I'd call my wife on my cell phone every once in a while. Uh, three nights before I was saved, I held my wife hostage, and, and uh, just a little bit crazy. A little bit crazy. And I just can't believe that God would reach down and touch somebody like me that had no potential. Happiest five years of my life was the eighth grade. Hallelujah. <laughs> and God said, I love you. Now, how could you not love a God like that, man? Hallelujah. <laughs> Exodus, the ninth chapter. Exodus, the ninth chapter. The 10th verse. You guys don't know where Exodus is? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Exodus, the ninth chapter, the 10th verse. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got it? And they shall make an ark of shittim wood. Two cubits and a half shall be the length thereof. And a cubit and a half the breadth thereof, and a cubit and a half the height thereof. And thou shalt overlay it with pure gold, without, within and without, and thou, sh thou shalt overlay it. And thou shalt make upon it a crown of gold round about. And thou shalt cast four rings of gold for it, and put them in the four corners thereof. And two rings shall be in the one side of it, and two rings in the other side of it. And thou shalt make staves of shittim wood, and overlay them with gold. And thou shalt put, what, am I reading the wrong place or what? I said Exodus. Exodus 25. Let's just all shout and just forget it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Exodus 25, verse 10. 
Test the one beside you and say, oh, hey, they. Had a guy one night in church, and he got to shouting out there and got out of the spirit. He thought he'd run and shout back and run it up on the platform and, and uh, ran and dove over and jumped over the deal and hooked his toe and just splattered all over the So you better be in the spirit when you shout out. Right. And you ready? And they shall make an ark of shittim wood. Two cubits and a half shall be the length thereof, and a cubit and a half the breadth thereof, and a cubit and a half the height thereof. And thou shalt overlay it with pure gold. Within and without shalt thou overlay it, and shalt put upon it a crown of gold round about. And thou shalt cast four rings of gold for it, and put them in the four corners thereof. And two rings shall be to one side of it and two rings to the other side of it. Try to keep them tearing this place up. Hallelujah. And thou shalt make the staves of shittim wood and overlay them with gold. And thou shalt put the staves into the rings by the sides of the ark that the ark may be born with them. The staves shall be in the rings of the ark and shall not be taken out of it. And thou shalt put into the ark the testimony which I shall give thee. And thou shalt make a mercy seat of pure gold. Two cubits and a half shall be the length thereof, and a cubit and a half the breadth thereof. And thou shalt make two cherubims of gold. Everybody say two cherubims of gold. Of beaten work thou shalt thou make them in the two ends of the mercy seat, and make one cherub on the one end and the other cherub on the other end. Even of the mercy seat shall you make the cherubims on the two ends thereof. Hallelujah. Now I want you to turn with me. Hallelujah. I think it's John. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Mama. Hallelujah. John 20, verse 11. John 20, verse 11. Hallelujah. Well, this thing got a potential watermelon on it, don't it? Hallelujah. John 20, verse 11. When you got it, say, we got it, Brother Charlie. But Mary stood without at the sepulcher, weeping, and as she looked into the sepulcher, and seeth two angels in white, setting the one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had been laid. I want to preach a little while tonight on where is the Ark of the Covenant. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. God bless you all. Praise God. Praise God. My wife said to tell you, tell you, thank you for being nice to her husband, and she apologized for her husband. I said, what are you talking about? She said, they'll know. Hallelujah. <laughs> Somebody shot my wife and granddaughter's dog yesterday. Somebody said, was well, he mad? I said, he wasn't happy about it. Hallelujah. <laughs> but got up this morning, and there was no wound in the dog, and the dog was running around the yard. Uh, I was praying God take him on. I don't like him. Hallelujah. So Now God takes Old Testament pictures to show New Testament principles. Come on. God takes old pictures and show us new pictures. In the old, it's enfolded. In the new, it's unfolded. And God shows us these things. The ark was made out of gold and wood. I believe that was a type of Jesus Christ, human and divine. Come on. Hallelujah. He was God and he was man. As man, he got hungry. As God, he broke the bread. As man, they carried him in a boat. As God, he walked across the sea. As man, the father of eternity became the infant of days. David's son became David's Lord. Hallelujah. 
Come on, Abraham's seed 42 generations later stepped over and was born at Bethlehem of Judah and he was the Ark of the Covenant. Come on, hallelujah. Is the offer and the offering. He's the a, he's a lamp and the flame. He's the gift and the giver. And that God wrapped himself in flesh and became what the ark pictured way back there in the book of Exodus. Hallelujah. 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 I remember one morning I was in Israel and we was going over to meet with several other rabbis and uh, we was meeting them. A friend of mine was selling some, uh, was raising some cattle they was going to sell. And uh, well, I've been whacked over that. Hallelujah. And, and usually if a guy's not involved, it's easy to whack you over it. But he called me one morning, and, and, and uh, uh, Chaim Richman, Rabbi Chaim Richman, called me and said, Reverend Mahani, I, wanna, I want you to uh, I wanna pick you up in the morning. And I said, what time? He said, 4 o'clock. I said, oi vey, 4 o'clock? He said, yeah. He said, I'll pick you up in a taxi at 4 o'clock. I want to take you somewhere. And they took us into the old sector of Jerusalem, and they took us down in a tunnel and probably went 500 yards in that tunnel. Uh, you could just barely stand up in. And we came to a place where Jewish women were praying. And Chaim Richmond says, behind this is the Ark of the Covenant. Hallelujah. And, I, and we got to talking. He said, when that priest would go into the presence of God, that priest would speak a language that only he and God understood. And I said, run that by me again, Chaim. And he said, he said, when that priest would go in on Yom Kippur, the great festivals, he would speak in a language that only he and God understood. And I said, what do they call that? He said, the God language. I said, I've got that God language, Chaim. Hallelujah. Come on, I've got that God language. You see, the thing about the mercy seat, it, the, the ark, it had a mercy seat, and everything in it is measured except the mercy seat, and it has no depth. I'm glad of that. Now, maybe you could get holy enough. I couldn't get holy enough to get God. Come on. I said, I couldn't get it. took mercy for me to get God. I remember I'd never had a job before. And I wouldn't even read the book of Job when I got in church. I thought it was job. And, and uh, I got a job at Cessna Aircraft. That's a frightening thing, ain't it? Hallelujah. I'm making the airplanes you're smoothing around in. And... and I worked all week and I had a and, and I got a job where they hold back a week. You ever get one of those jobs where they hold back the first week of pay? Did you feel a funny spirit about that too? Everybody else partying, you feel like an orphan at a Father's Day picnic. A diabetic football player at the sugar bowl or something, man, you know, and so it come time to get my check and and I went up and the foreman said, uh, we can't pay you, preacher. And I said, Why? And he said, They've and uh, Garnished your wages. They've held your wages up. And I said, what do you mean? I said, I want to eat. My wife wants to uh, go cash the check. <laughs> Hallelujah. And he said, we can't pay you. They've garnished your wages on some uh, old bills you owed. And I said, give me the name of the lawyer. So I got the name of the lawyer, and I called the lawyer. I said, this is Charles Mahaney representing Charles Mahaney. <laughs> he said, let me tell you something already, you punk. And I said, a punk? I said, let me explain something to you. I'm going to jail and you're going to hospital, chump. <laughs> Hallelujah. I was mad. And, and, and I drove by the church to pick my wife up. They was having a prayer meeting. And, and my wife and, and uh, your grandma's sister, Jury, and all of them were over there praying. And they, they said, don't go up there and cause trouble. I said, you get off of me and get away from me. And I walked in that attorney's office and I called him a bad name. 
I mean, I, I cussed him. I'd been in church about uh, eight weeks and had my hair cut, looked like a 57 Chevy with both doors open. <laughs> had me a suit I bought at the Goodwill or the Starvation Army, I can't remember which. And I went in there and called him a bad name. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have cussed that lawyer. I'm the only one in here that ever made a mistake and said something you should have said, ain't I? I'm just securing Jesus enough. I'm not afraid to admit it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody here has ever said anything you shouldn't have said, say, uh-oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. And when I said that, when I called him that, I shouldn't have called him that. It wasn't because he wasn't that. I just shouldn't have called him that. <laughs> and when I, when I called him that, the devil stepped up and said, see, I know you can't. I couldn't live for God. Said so, said, you're stupid trying to live for God. Going home to your wife, find some of your old girlfriends. Come on, go, go, go find your buddies, and they got lids of, uh, and rolled you a doobie and get high. And over across town, there was an old brother in the church, and he had sat down to have lunch, and old brother Patton, 80, about 80 years old, he said, I can't, I can't pray, Mom. I got a burden for that new hippie boy, that new Charles. Right. And he began to pray, and about then, the Spirit of God stepped up beside me and said, what about my mercy? What about my blood? What about my grace? Hallelujah. Come on. What about, my, what, what about my washing all that away from you? And I stood at a place where I could either, uh, the rest of my life living for God, I'd have to shout worship God on that block of self-defeat because I'd made a mistake. But you know what I'd done? I kicked that thing over and got up on it and repented, apologized to him. And it's been 35 years and I'm still shouting. I'm still worshiping God. One of the, once in a while I tell the devil I'm still here. See that the mercy has no depth. Here's something else. Here's something else that flies in the face of apostolics. Mercy was above the law. Mercy is always above the law. Come on. Come on, I'd rather see an old boy just don't have it all together and love God and just, and just repent and somebody think they got all together and just dumb as a brick. Come on. Come on. Mercy is always above the law. And, and God said, get that ark out there. You couldn't touch it. And he said, put four rings. It's three and a half foot long and about two and a half foot wide and about uh, two and a half foot deep. And Steven Spielberg says it's uh, in Egypt somewhere, somewhere. Hallelujah. And the thing about the ark is you couldn't touch it, but they had two staves that went down in the rings. And coming out the bottom, out, out the end of the staves was shiden wood. And he said, don't take it out because I want you to take my presence with you. Hallelujah. Come on, God wants to go with us. God wants to go with us. He said, when you walk out in the Jordan River, nothing might be moving, nothing might be stopping, but when you walk out in my presence, things are going to begin to move and things are going to begin to stop. Come on. They took that ark and closed it in with Dagon. Went in the next day and Dagon had fallen over and his palms of his hands broken off. God was showing them, they ain't, that, there's no God that can do anything but me. He came in the next day and his head was broken off. Come on. It's the same God that came out to the Garden of Gethsemane and said, we're looking for Jesus of Nazareth. And Jesus said, I am he. And they all fell backwards. Come on. I thought it was probably four or five men came after him, but I studied it out. It was 618 Romans and the crack Israeli soldiers that come to get him. And he said, I am he. And, and, and they just all fell out. Hallelujah. See, I'm talking about the ark of the presence of God. When they poured that blood over there, 
It washed away the sin. Hallelujah. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Come on. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And when the presence of God left that ark, stepped off that ark, they took it up and rattled it around, and all it was was an empty box without God's presence in it. Hallelujah. I believe uh, God talked to me this morning. God has chosen this church to be an Obed-Edom church. Everybody say, what's that, Brother Charlie? Well, I'm glad you asked. Hallelujah. Obed was the ark had been gone for 20 years, and it had been down at Abinadab's house, and they lost respect for the presence of God. Come on. They lost respect for the presence of God, and they, and, and they began to bring it back on a new cart. They, 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 they nailed some boards together and put wheels under it. It's not coming back with boards and big wheels. Hallelujah. Come on. And they brought the ark back, and, and, and it came to Nacon's threshing floor, and Uzzah reached up and touched it, and God killed him. And they took it to Obed's house. And th for three months, Obed and his family, they loved the presence of God. God's going to go where his presence is loved. Come on, I said, God's going to go where his presence is loved. God's going to go where his presence is loved. God's going to go where his presence is loved. I said, God's going to go where his presence is loved. God's going to go where his presence is loved. And they took that thing to Obed's house. For three months it stayed there. And David began to inquire of the prophets, said, how shall the presence of God come to me? And then David prayed in the Psalms 91, I need fresh oil. We need fresh oil. I'm going to tell you what, if you can't recognize the freshness and a special touch the beginning of this year on this church, your pilot lights went out, and you need to tell the one behind me, man, blowing my ear, I think my pilot lights went out. Come on. Hallelujah. David said, I want fresh oil. Come on, I want fresh oil. I want fresh oil. I want fresh oil. So David sent word down to Obed-Edom. He said, I'm, I'm sending men to bring the ark back. And those Jews come dancing down there. All the Levitical priesthood all dressed in white. And they walked in there and they took that, those, those staves and put them in that ark. One said, you better watch out. That thing will zap you, man. Hallelujah. Come on, if I just buried one cat, I'd be careful about putting those, those staves in there. And they picked that up and they put it on the shoulders of the priesthood. And they started coming down the street, and, and I've, I've walked it, uh, I don't know how many times. It's seven miles from the place that where David met the ark that David danced with all his might. Come on. I don't believe he got out there and just kind of smoothed around a little bit. I believe he's getting down boogieing. Hallelujah. Come on, there's no way I can be as smooth as Lee. Hallelujah, man. And David, and you know what? When it lists the doorkeepers in the house of God, it lists Obed and his sons. He said, if the ark is going, the presence of God's going, I'm going with the presence of God. I'm going with the presence of God. I believe in church, uh, being faithful to a church, but I am not sitting in a church and watching my family dry up and, and, and go to hell and my kids be lost. I'm going to go where the presence of God is. Come on, you've got to want him. You gotta want him. See in the Mishnah it said that it said Solomon. Solomon, when he made the the, the great Khudashim, the, the holy place, that he put a vault underneath it. So if they were attacked, they could drop that ark down in there and hide the ark. And an Egyptian king called Shishak came and ravaged Israel. They took that ark and it was gone. 
and they never heard anything more about the ark. And the Jews were scattered, called the diaspora. They were scattered throughout the world. And every time a Jew would have Pesach or Passover or Shavuot or something, uh, we'd always pray, next year in Jerusalem. Hallelujah, next year in Jerusalem. Hallelujah, Shalom, Yerushalayim, next year in Jerusalem. Because they knew the presence of God was coming back to that place. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And 1948, 1948, Israel was declared a nation. Brother Gleason took me out to the uh, Truman Library. And the most uh, impacting thing, if you've never seen that, you need to see that Truman Library. I like history. But I like the place where, it's, where Harry Truman cast the deciding vote for Israel to become a nation. And Golda my ear sent him a big uh, haron, uh, a big ark with a, with, with a Torah in it, and, and a big menorah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Israel became a nation again. The next day they was attacked by six Arab nations. We stay in a little place in Israel called Tiberias. And it's a beautiful little city up on the Sea of Galilee. And a friend of mine told me one day, his name is uh, uh, Gershon Solomon. And, and uh, he and, he and uh, the Jewish president that died, what's it got assassinated? Rabin, Yesach Rabin. He said they, had, they, they were surrounded with 1,300 tanks. And the Jews had 13 tanks and couldn't get 10 of them started. He said, he said, Itzach Rabin and Gershon Solomon got in a Jeep and decided to do a little reconnaissance work. And he said, they come up to where the tanks were lined up. And he said, the tanks were running but the, and, and the turrets were open and they just fled. And after they rounded them up and put them in barbed wire prison camps, they said, why did you run? They said, it sounded like 10,000 uh, tanks coming after us. Wasn't it? it was four Jews in a Jeep. Hallelujah. <laughs> Come on, we call that chutzpah in the Hebrew. Chutzpah in the Hebrew. Come on, hallelujah. Come on, I'm telling you, God has got a last day revival for his church. And you know, it's unique to me that on the day of Pentecost, 1967, on the day of Pentecost, for the first time since 70 A.D., when the Jewish stormtroopers, paratroopers, fought their way through and took the Wailing Wall for the first time since 70 A.D., it was June the 6th, 1967, on the day of Pentecost. And they sounded the ram's horn and began to worship God. Hallelujah. You see, the first place for the Ark of the Covenant was in the tabernacle of Moses. They took that Ark of the Covenant and they put it in there. And they say when the Spirit of God would move upon that Ark that the curtains would begin to uh, go in and out and it sound like a man breathing throughout the camp. And those Jews would go out and whip everything that rose up against them. Hallelujah. And they carried that thing. And, and then they moved it to the tabernacle of David. On Zion, and they set it up. It was a three-sided uh, place on Zion, and they, uh, there was no veil, and they got 5,000 singers and 5,000 dancers and 5,000 worshipers. And they began to worship God, and for 40 years they worshiped God. God had moved the Ark of the Covenant from the tabernacle of Moses to the tabernacle of David. And then when they built the Temple of Solomon, Solomon came, and they began to dance and bring the presence of God back and play the tambourines, and when they brought the ark back, they set it in the presence of God in the holy place. And the Shekinah came down till they couldn't even minister. They had to get out on their hands and knees and look in. Hallelujah. Right. See, God had moved that ark from the tabernacle of Moses to the tabernacle of David to the temple of Solomon. But the fourth move was in a little virgin girl. Come on. 
Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 said, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Now Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not willing to make her public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, and said, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary for thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. Now this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophets. Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Think about that. For nine months, that Jewish virgin girl, probably 15 years old, 13 to 15, was the Ark of the Covenant. The God of the universe floating in an embryonic flood. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Back pains. Come on. Craving watermelon. My wife craved uh, tomatoes when uh, she was carrying our children. We got three kids, all three born on August the 29th. We're oneness, man. Hallelujah. And for nine months, that little Jewish virgin girl was the Ark of the Covenant of the presence of God. Hallelujah. Floating in the womb, growing eyebrows and fingernails, the God of heaven. The God of heaven. Come on. Little stubby Jewish baby in there. Hallelujah. Had less, less than 16 ounces of blood in his little body when he was born. And, and, and when he died on the cross, he had about 15 quarts and uh, pints, and, and, and that was enough blood to take away the sins of the whole world. The tabernacle of Moses to the tabernacle of David, temple of Solomon, Mary the Virgin, God moved it the fifth time. And for 33 years, the presence of God walked among us. He was the he was the shadow wood in the end of the stave so we could touch him. Come on. He said, Thomas, behold my side, my hands. Thomas fell out and said, Oh, the second person in the Trinity. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. He got down and let women pour. Spikenard on his feet. He went out for dinner. Think about that. God, I believe he went to that wedding because God likes to party. All right. And I believe he was getting a few tips on a wedding he was planning 2,000 years into the future. For 33 years, that man was the Ark of the Covenant. That's why... Those two cherubims that had always been at each end of the mercy seat, we read when those women came down, all they, stood, all they saw were those two cherubims standing there. And it said, he's not here. But you know what it says in the original? He got up. All right. Hallelujah. 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 He got up. Hallelujah. 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 And he said, I'm going to move it one more time. I want you to go into Jerusalem and tarry until... The day of Shavuot, the day of Pentecost, has fully come. Come on. 
the Holy Ghost was outpoured in the, in the capital of Jerusalem. There was not one Gentile present on the day of Pentecost. Hallelujah. Come on, there wasn't any goyim there. It was Jews. You need to shout over there at Cornelius' house. Come on. He said, you go and tear in the upper room until, there, until there's going to be an endowment. And, and the word endowment there is dunamis, which means dynamite force. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, all of a sudden there came the sound from heaven like a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. You know what God had done? The God had lived in the, the tabernacle of Moses, the tabernacle of David, the temple of Solomon, Mary, Jesus, had moved the sixth time into the church of the living God. All right, all right. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on. He, we are the Ark of the Covenant. Hallelujah. Come on. We're the Ark of the Covenant. We're the Ark of the Covenant. We're the Ark of the Covenant. Come on, we're the Ark of the Covenant. Hallelujah. Come on, better not be clapping our hands and worshiping. It's liable to break out and the news is liable to get out in Kansas City. The Ark of the Covenant's still here and it's on the move. Hallelujah. Come on, you better settle down, not be worshiping God like this. I got news for you. We've been quiet as long as we're going to be quiet. Hallelujah. 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 I was praying the other day, and I said, God, I don't want to be sacrilegious, but you are so cool. He said, I know it, Charlie. Hallelujah. <laughs> I need to learn to come to him like Pentecostals, I guess. I've never learned how to come to him, and, and, and I don't come in there and say, uh, Holy Father, thou that flung the stars into the farthest corner of the night. <laughs> you know what I do? I walk in and say, Shalom, Abba. Hey, Daddy, this is Charlie. Hallelujah. Come on. I doubt if when Peter began to sink, he prayed, Dear Holy Father, thou that flung the stars to the farthest corner of the night, view thy servant here in this dire predicament the circumstances have thrust me into. Now as the waves begin to dissipate beneath my podiatry, view thy servant here and, and bear thy arm that's not short that it cannot extricate me from this dire predicament that circumstances have thrust me into. Now, Holy Father, that the God of <laughs> I believe he said, Help! Come on, we're his children. He wants us to climb up on his lap and just love him. beside you and say, you're the Ark of the Covenant. Say, so you're the sixth move. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, are you more wood or gold? And then Revelation 11:19 said, and the temple of God was opened in heaven, and there was seen in the temple the Ark of the Testament. And there was lightnings and voices and thunderings and the earthquake and great hail. He's fixing to move it the seventh time. Hallelujah. Come on. He's fixing to move it the seventh time. He's fixing to move it the seventh time. Tabernacle of Moses to the tabernacle of David to the temple of Solomon to Mary to Jesus to Pentecost. And he's going to move it one more time. He got up on that resurrection morning. 
Have you ever thought that they come to Lazarus' tomb and they said Lazarus has been dead four days and he stinketh already? But after the fourth day, putrefaction sets in. But Jesus got up on the third day. He said, Thou wouldn't suffer thy Holy One to see corruption. He was without corruption. He got up on the, on, on the third day. So therefore, he's not a corruptible Savior. Had some guys jumping on me about communion a while back. They thought we ought to take it with wine. And I've taken it with wine and grape juice. I'll, both. I'll be honest, I enjoyed wine most. And, and uh, <laughs> But he said, you should use wine. I said, I said the only thing that... Quit that. Hallelujah. 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 I said, the only thing that bothers me about that, before wine can ferment, it's got to have corruption. And I said, there was no corruption in his blood. Hallelujah. 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 Can you imagine what it's going to be like? I preached at a camp meeting one time. I preached on what in hell do you want? <laughs> That's when I was young and crazy. They had a little mini board meeting back at the back of the deal. <laughs> Jeff Arlen and I preached a camp meeting together. The superintendent said, what in the name of God have I done? Hallelujah. But I preached about what was going to be in hell. There's nothing in hell I want. Come on. I, everything I want's in heaven. I want to see him. Hallelujah. I want to see him. I want to see him. Hallelujah. Where's the Ark of the Covenant? It's these sisters up here with their hands raised. Where's the Ark of the Covenant? This little girl over here tearing up the monitors. Hallelujah. Where's the Ark of the Covenant? It's this brother back here that uh, worshiping God. Hallelujah. Where's the Ark of the Covenant? You little ugly pastor over here. Hallelujah. Where's the Ark of the Covenant? It's back here. Hallelujah. Come on, wherever we begin to worship God, God floods that place and God fills that place. Come on, hallelujah. You can't put a plumb line to what I do. You can't put a measurement to my acts. I know what's best for you, my children. I know what I'm doing. I know the way that you take. I know what you're going through. I stood by you the other night, my daughter, as the tears run down your face because of hurt. But I was ready when you called on me and I put my arms around you. I'm going to use you in these last days, my people. 
I've called you to be the church. I've called you to be a witness. I've called you to be the light to this area. And I'm going to use you in a special way. But you've got a thirst for me. You've got a hunger for me. You've got to want me more than anything else in the world. I will not share my glory. I will not share my glory. My ark cannot live with Dagon. My presence cannot live with Dagon. I was bound one time, and I allowed myself to be bound in Gethsemane. Know ye not I could have just strained and those ropes would have snapped? I gave the strength in the arm of Samson. But I allowed myself to be bound that you could be free. I took those stripes that you could be healed. I went to the cross. I could have called legions of angels and they would have come and delivered me. But as I was on the cross, I heard your voice and I saw your face. And I came that I could live in you. I came that you could find the mercy seat. I came that you could get a hold of my presence and move it into what area you need to move it in. I, your Lord, has spoken this very night. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Ooh. Ooh. Where's the Ark of the Covenant? It's in the sixth mode of movement and fixing to go to the seventh. Ooh. Come on, get up and walk around the place. Everybody, just begin to worship God a little bit. The ark in the church has always been a mobile thing. When Solomon took the ark, they took it in and they, and they put that ark in that holy place. They took the staves out of it and they set the staves up at the end of it. Come on, just move out of where you're at just a little bit. Feel a deep anointing on this place. Feel a deep anointing, a significant anointing on this place.
Just like God lived in the tabernacle of Moses and David and the temple of Solomon and Mary, Jesus, God lives in us. I'm where his presence resides. over and lay your hands on somebody and speak into their life. Come on, lay your hands on somebody. That's not just some church member laying hands on you. That's the Ark of the Covenant moving up close to you. That's the Ark of the Covenant bumping you. Hallelujah. That's why there's angels always hanging around us. The angels hang around the ark. Come on, that's why angels, there's angels all over this place. That's why they're always hanging around us. Angels just naturally are drawn to the ark. They belong around the ark.
Now we've come to Mount Zion where there's an innumerable company of angels, the Bible said, number of angels. Thank you for listening to this message. For more content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at The Life Church KC. Reference the episode notes for more details.